Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. No, eight-year-olds are fast. Hey, Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to stiff you and walk out the door here. Uh, certainly not. And I'm recording dongs all over the place. Well, you just couldn't get that thing down, could you? Well, they got a lot right. harder as we went on. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. He is standing in front of Bigfoot for real. Yeah. Nobody in the world would count fingers <laughs> if their brain is processing, that's Bigfoot. This is proof. This is happening. I'm lucid. I'm awake. I'm not drunk. This is real. Does that son of a bitch have six fingers on each hand? <laughs> Nobody would count no. fingers. Well, if you had the over on five and a half, it would. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, if we gambled on it. Yeah, good point. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. All right, Dave. Well, I had to open with Jan Terry, of course, because uh, as you may have seen on Twitter, I met up with uh, our guy Steve at Tank for Hawks Crank and uh, officially received my personalized Jan Terry autographed photo. And it is absolutely beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life, Chuck. Um you know, I'm really regretting not getting, you know, pushing the limits there at the at the silent <laughs> auction that night. And, and yeah, I, I'm just glad that you got it. I mean, you deserve it. it it's it's better with you. <laughs> no one was outbidding me that night. That was no uh, one. That was a thing of destiny for sure. So yeah, <laughs> good to see Steve. Uh, yeah, I was uh, obviously up in Steve Minnesota Bowden. last week. Uh, didn't get a chance to see you though. Thank uh, nice of you to care. Yeah, nice of me to care. Yeah, I suck. I'm a bad friend, Chuck. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> hey, it was your loss. You missed out on the Nook. So uh, the best, I did, and I still haven't been earth. to the Nook. It's the best place on earth, man. I I love that place. It, I just it, it is totally my vibe, and it's absolutely the best. Um, although I did advise Al that the uh, Matt Burke burger gives you gas, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he found rather amusing. So <laughs> yes, I I guarantee you he did. <laughs> no it's it's such a cool place and uh yeah you need you need to get down there one of these times we're down there plus i had your special gift that you did not receive and i had the special <laughs> surprise thing that i bought that i've been meaning to show you i had both things long i actually remembered everything and then yeah you didn't show up so i okay this just means that i have to drive to kansas city this is my punishment so. Exactly, and you and uh, for the record, you were going to come down here for the uh, KU Texas game, which probably a good thing you didn't. But yeah, um, I know that would have been the worst <laughs> game. In the world. <laughs> they were down like forty-two to nothing. Yeah, it looked awful. It was freezing out there. I'm like, yeah, it would not have been fun to just be uh, ice cold and watching KU get their ass kicked. So it was a tough day in Lawrence. Yeah, indeed. So, so yeah, yeah, you got to get down here, check out the sports book, the legal gambling, yes. all the fun stuff down here. Um, Wait, you guys have legal gambling? What is that like? You guys <laughs> just have fun all the time? It is so much fun. I got, I'm not kidding, like two hours ago, I got yet another, I think this is the third or fourth time I've gotten this, where BetMGM is just giving me $500. I'm like, it's it's insane. What? Yeah. I'm like, it's insane. I mean, I'm not like a high, I mean, I, I bet a lot with BetMGM and I'm, you know, like 
their mid tier status on, um, you know, on their slot program or whatever, but you know, you're n- more not, than that to me, Chuck, n- n- not at all a high roller. And they just, yeah. Send you an email. Here's 500 bucks. I'm like, what? So yeah, you, you guys got to get in on this. I mean, it is absolutely just way too much fun. So, and I'm winning my bills parlay tonight, but we'll do the live score update later when we get to the bets update. Oh, so I was so excited to make a live score update. Oh yeah, for sure. And we are going to do uh, another Patreon happy hour sometime in December. We'll have to figure out the, uh, the right night and the right game to, uh, bet on and get the whole Patreon crew together, uh, for, for some holiday cheer, as it were. We can all drink our <laughs> holiday cheer at home in the safe confines of our home. Uh, perhaps do a little bit more than have a drink and, uh, yeah, have, yeah, a, I, have a blast. I think I got way, yeah, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I got way too drunk at the virtual uh, holiday bets and quotes Patreon uh, <laughs> <laughs> webinar that we <laughs> that we put forth. Yes, um, as, yeah, but that's that's your bit. <laughs> it is my bit. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough about that. Let's get rolling because we've got a shit ton <laughs> of bets in the bets update. Partridge, Partridge. I mean, this is like the full spectrum. I'm just looking at, uh, believe it or not, we do do a little bit of show prep on this podcast and I'm looking at my sheet (laughs) and it's like, it, like this covers almost the entire spectrum of sport. So, uh, we got to rip through this. Uh, first up Packers versus Vikings season win total. That was the bet between we and meat sauce. Obviously we took the Packers meat sauce took the Vikings, which at the time, you know, meat sauce was definitely the underdog in this bet. Meat sauce can clinch this bet on Sunday. If the Vikings beat the jets, meat sauce wins this bet in early December and wins a hundred dollars from his gal. Yeah. Could you imagine that uh, the Vikings would have the NFC North locked up uh, by the end of week 13? That's crazy. Like that's, that's crazy. I think we all had very high expectations, at least on this podcast, um, about the Vikings, uh, how they would do with KOC. And uh, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, we might have to uh, fork over $100 to Sauce, which he kind of needs because he's lost. Uh, he, I I checked the uh, checked the old spreadsheet and he between his, his straight up bets with either Corey or hockey, he's lost six in a row to them. So uh, he needs to uh, he needs to find some uh, some heat here, but uh, especially that he's heading to Vegas. But we'll talk more about that later as well. So that's uh, NFL football. We've actually got one more NFL football coming up here. But next, we're going to flip over to the World Cup because they actually bet on soccer. This is oh, uh, yeah. truly amazing. Meat Sauce took Brazil and Argentina versus Hawk in the field, which was a very big advantage for Hawk. But here we are in the elimination round with 16 teams left. And Sauce has the number one and number two favorites. They made it through. And there were quite a few upsets from what I understand uh, reading Twitter. I'm not an elite soccer mind, but there were quite a few upsets. So uh, I think uh, I think Sauce is actually sitting pretty good in this one. Yeah, he might be, but uh, the field is dramatically uh, – there's so much depth in this field uh, outside of uh, Argentina and Brazil, who I think both are very vulnerable. Um, Brazil probably is the favorite um, right now, but, um, you know, I really like France. I really like England. I think, um, you know, the Netherlands are very plucky. I, I think there's – there's a lot of hurdles they have to jump, and you have to run the table perfect now, you know, winning four 
uh, matches on this huge stage. Uh, maybe not for anybody in the state of Minnesota because nobody cares about soccer, but, um, in the world they do. And, and this is going to be fun to see what plays out. I mean, you know, I, I, I pay casual interest, uh, to this. You know, it's interesting to see some of the goal highlights on Twitter and, um, see some of the reaction, but I nearly had to unfollow Lavelle because he's like over the top cheerleading for the World Cup. And I'm just like, okay, take it, take it down a notch, Lavelle, because you know, once the U.S. is eliminated, then you have to pretend like you care about the tournament anymore. But yeah, yeah here's, uh, here's the thing. Uh, the, the soccer people, there's so few of them. That once something is happening in soccer in the United States or that's relevant to the U- the U.S. or the state of Minnesota, like they sound off because oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like they're what you know it's their one stage. It's kind of like if you were uh, you know big into Olympic diving, you know, you really <laughs> got like you got like forty eight hours to really sound off on Twitter. But it's like um, it's like me every four years on curling, so I get the feeling, exactly. So. <laughs> yep, yep. Lavelle's having his day in the sun. Although I would argue there's probably more curling fans in the state of Minnesota than soccer fans. But moving on. Um, yes, I, I would agree. agree. <laughs> we're jumping from soccer to golf. Yes, Sauce with another brilliant idea this year. He decided they should bet on the Hero World Challenge. Now, the only thing weird about this bet is that Sauce decided they should limit this bet to just an elite few because Lieber gets offended if there's like too many people and he gets a late round pick. And... I'm like, this was absolutely the ultimate tournament where you want everybody in it because the field is only 20 people and we've had like 19, 20 people for a golf bet before. So why not cover the field and guarantee that somebody wins? In fact, my idea was that they should have actually had 21 people um, for this bet, like found a way to get to 21 people. And then one of the people, like just by random draw, you know, they draw names out of a hat whoever's name didn't get drawn they're just out they just lose based on the draw they oh i get, love that angle. they don't even get to pick a golfer and they're gone so <laughs> i was i was just a tad bit disappointed because we've got basically half the field covered nine out of 20 uh nine out of 20 golfers so there's a good chance we'll get a pot doubling here but um yeah i was, I was disappointed they limited the field a little bit yeah this is you nailed it right on the head there's of any tournament to not limit the field on, it would be this one. Um, but whatever. Um, 20 golfers in the field, uh, 20 of the best in the world, uh, especially because the live players aren't getting any world golf ranking points, uh, for rightfully so. But, uh, yeah, the Tiger tournament, I'm just glad they're betting on it because it does have the field of like, it has a major feel. Oh, yeah. Um, even though it's in the Bahamas in <laughs> the first weekend of December. <laughs> It's kind of a boys' club down there. I think a lot of them actually have houses down there. But uh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure. no, it, it, it's a it'll be a really fun tournament to follow. Um, it looks like your boy uh, Vic Hovland's on top with uh, with Tom Kim. I decided to do three tickets because I thought three tickets out of twenty feels like the right number for a smaller field. So I, I did. I did the same thing. <laughs> I did uh, Victor. I did Scotty Scheffler, and I did Xander. So those are my okay. three. Okay, so we have overlap. So the guy I really like is Cam Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got Cam Young, I got uh, Scotty Scheffler, and then I added the late ad for John Rom uh, for okay. emotional support for me. It's us. All right, yeah, that's a, that's a good feel. We'll have to. We'll, we're both cheering for Scheffler then, so that's a good yes. way to go. So, and after one day, uh, Corey and Marty are tied for the overall lead. So, uh, yeah, and the. Uh, 
it was funny when they were doing the selections. Gorg called Hawk a golf expert. And it's kind of coincidental <laughs> that Gorg and Hawk are both at the very bottom of uh, of the rankings after day one. So not quite the expert, <laughs> Gorg. <laughs> Genius. Uh, yeah. Next up, we're flipping over to college football. So college football, regular season, uh, you know, the, the regular part of the season wrapped up last week. But, of course, we got conference championship weekend. And that means that Fargo Flash and Lieber are still betting. Uh, Lieber took his alma mater, of course, K-State plus two and a half versus TCU should be an epic matchup. It's a three versus 13. Uh, K-State at times looks like just world beaters. And then other times it's just kind of like, what are we doing here? So not sure which yep. K-State team is going to show up on Saturday. I have not bet this game, but I can see this going any number of ways. So um, I don't know. I, I guess I would probably just take the points and hope that the, uh, that the gangbuster K-State uh, team shows up. But uh, yeah, what do you feel? Um, I already bet TCU at minus three, and I see that go. it's moved to. Uh, I see it's moved in. Uh, the money's coming in on K State right now as TCU is down to minus two. Um, I still like it. I think I've been kind of on TCU the whole way ever since like week six. Everyone just keeps waiting for the time that they're gonna lose, and I think I I literally think I bet them like the last like six or seven weeks. Nice. So uh, why not why not stay with it now? Uh, nobody wants them in the college po- football playoff. You know, they want like 14 SEC teams in there. And why not? I, I love the Horn Frogs. Uh, if you follow on Twitter and social media, they have this like mascot that one of the coaches came up with where it's like a, it's like a LSD frog, but they like <laughs> made a bunch of like shirts and it's like the, the Hippodrome or I, I forget. It's some crazy name, but look it up. It's, it's actually pretty funny. Um, awesome. So I'm all I'm all in on TCU. Awesome, I love it. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> roll with your squad, as they say. So and like I, to do. and like Jayhawks, I can't cheer for Kansas State. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know of the fans that I know, like that I work with. I would say I like the Kansas State fans better than the KU fans, just personally. But I really, I don't, I don't have, blame you. I don't have vested interest either <laughs> way. So, um, so yeah, good luck, good luck to Lieber and uh, and his guys. Um, let's uh, since you and I were discussing babyface before the we started recording, let's <laughs> let's punt it on back to the NFL and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great transition <Chuck>. great transition <laughs> and uh yeah we've got the bills and patriots so uh sauce and tommy needed some uh, pre-vegas grease they're headed out there tomorrow um so they bet on the bills patriots game uh sauce took the bills minus three and a half tommy has the pats plus three and a half and a live score update the hallmark of the bets and quotes podcast the buffalo bills are leading 17 to 7 in the third quarter so looking Ooh. good so far for meat sauce uh dave i might actually hit this same game parlay cuz i took the bills first half spread bills first half over 12 and a half and bills money line as the third leg of the parlay Ooh. of the same game parlay so all the bills have to do is win and i hit that one but yeah That's sauce really spicy Sauce and Tommy uh, grinding out this Bills Pats game. Did you? Do you have any grease on it? I do. Uh, I follow uh, for all my NFL plays. Uh, he's at Vegas Refund on Twitter. He's got about a hundred thousand followers. Uh, he's he's really good at NFL plays, but uh, he sends them out like right before the game starts, so it's kind of hard. You don't really know what you're cheering for, but uh, 
he put us on the bills and uh, I'm happy I'm on the bills. I thought um, the sharper side was, you know, the Patriots. Um, I felt like it was kind of a square play, but um, I think the cream's kind of rising to the top here. The bills are kind of going to figure this out. Well, hopefully you don't uh, get the old backdoor cover on that one because it looks like the Bills are well in control of the game. It's just a matter of the final spread. So, All right. Well, let's uh, toss it since uh, high school football. Toss it on over to the high school football. So, yeah, we've got high school football betting going on. Um, apparently this is the only one where I'm not setting the lines. Justin Kazemius is apparently the expert with high school football lines and he arbitrarily put Maple Grove at minus three versus Rosemont in the championship tomorrow. Or actually, no, I think they play Saturday. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Kazemius took Rosemont. Hawk took Maple Grove minus three. So a little bit of high school football action. You and I, Dave, have our Hutchinson versus Simley bet, um, kind of the oh, double or boy. nothing of the semifinal bet. I gave you Simley plus 13. So you're up 13 to nothing um, as the game kicks off tomorrow afternoon. Um, I will Wing. tell you, I, I got a little bit of inside information, of course, over uh, over Thanksgiving. from Yeah, uh, just like your flu game from last week. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah found out from my brother uh a couple of things that they hutch has actually been bit a little bit by injuries and they're actually only going to have two running backs for this game and all they really do is run so um i i need hutch to be up quite a bit heading into that fourth quarter because i think fatigue could be a real factor here and hutch has also had some of the flu running through it my brother in fact is one of those he hasn't really been at practice all week this week so um i'm a little bit like if i if we were to bet on this game tonight and hadn't pre-bet it i would have probably only just gone money line on this one but uh i i did agree to give you 13 and um i would say i with a line of plus 13 i think i would be betting simly chuck uh fool me once shame on you uh fool me and don't get fooled again uh, you can't quote, get fooled again uh, <laughs> uh george w bush too um <laughs> Which, by the way, the greatest clip, if you've never seen it before, one of the absolute funniest clips that, like, once I watch it, I cannot stop watching it until I've seen it, like, 50 times in a row, is the press conference where the dude threw the shoe at Bush and he ducked out of the way. Oh, yeah. That's the greatest video of all time. (laughs) George George W. Bush. um, he was if, an athlete, like, man. Tic- if TikTok would have been and Instagram would have been around in his oh, day yeah. and age, like he was just a viral, cl- he was a walking viral clip. Oh yeah. Like whether it was like whether you liked his politics or not, like throwing out the first pitch after the you know nine oh. eleven, oh. like his speeches, the greatest like, first uh, pitch in the history you know, of baseball. Yeah, him like falling over, like like all ranges of it, like positive and negative. Like he's just a he's a walking clip. But seriously, if you if you've never seen the shoe clip, you have to look it up right now. It's unbelievable. I guarantee you will watch it like twenty five times in a row because you have to. Because like I, I love watching it like frame by frame and getting the reactions of different people oh, yeah. and got just the expression like when he ducks after the first shoe, the expression on his face is like, "Bring it on, buddy!" I yeah, I'm you know I'm ducking out of any of these. He could he could have gotten he, the rink with Mike Tyson after that ducking. I'm like that he was amazing. Oh, and Mike would have turned around and went away. Yeah, he <laughs> knew the guy. He knew the guy had one more in the chamber. He's got 
He's got two feet. Absolutely. No one can bob and weave like W's. So. All right. Well, back to gambling. And uh, What ben, the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. Somehow W <laughs> came up and away we go. Um, okay. Uh, Let's so move we're, on. We're going back. Uh, we're, I'm saving the absolute best for last year. This is, um, this is kind of a two and one, two for one here. Um, congratulations to all of you that put money on the Gophers over seven and a half wins. It looked tenuous after we lost the three in a row. I was sweating it. Felt pretty good heading into the Iowa game. And after we lost the Iowa game, I was about ready to burn the place down. And yep. then um, driving back from Minnesota, I had uh, I had my phone up and was watching the uh, the Gophers Wisconsin game. And yes, they come through. They hit the over. All of you that had faith in it, we all cashed those tickets, including you and me, Dave. Yes, nothing's gonna stop us now. Nothing's gonna stop us now. <laughs> that was such a. I, I I paid way too much juice um, for my I, for my ticket. I think I, think I got mine was like, worse. I think mine was worse than yours. I think mine was minus one forty. Yeah, I had one minus one forty as well. Okay, yeah. And I and I had a hundred bucks on it, so like, um, I had more. Yeah, than that. that was that was tiny. That was tiny. <laughs> well, whatever. Oh, well, one forty to one hundred, but whatever. Um, it, I'm just glad because I was like looking at a way to try to get out of it. Like I'm looking at hedge I know. potential. Like fuck, there's no way to hedge in this. And I'm like, okay, the Gophers just gonna go out there and cl- reclaim their axe at Camp Randall, and they freaking did it, dude. They're that was so beautiful. Fun. And that game, I mean, talk about a hell of a line. Um, because I tweeted that that you know the the over under was seven and a half. They're sitting on seven wins, and the eighth win is you're down to three minutes left in that game, and it's a freaking tie game. Yep. I mean, that is at, a, at your biggest rival on the road. Like, that, that is about as even as it gets on seven and a half, yeah. and thankfully the good guys came out on top. Now, that leads into our final bet update of the week, which happened this morning. Um, looking ahead to 2023, they started discussing the Gophers and their schedule for 2023 because, of course, Flash and Tommy were in. And uh, they went through it game by game, and Tommy decided he wanted the over on six and a half Gopher wins next year. So him and Sauce put $500 on the over-under at six and a half next year. Um, I remember the day the schedule was released. Uh, I went through it. Um, did a little self handicapping on that. And I figured that the fair line on it, uh, I don't know if the sports books will do this because they don't like the push, but I thought the fair line on it was actually six. Um, so mm. I would be on Sauce's side on this one. Um, I think there's like three games that are guaranteed losses. So, I mean, you're starting with an absolute ceiling of nine if they play perfect. And, you know, the PJ Fleck regime, they always drop one or two that they really shouldn't. So, Realistically, yeah. I think it's going to be quite a stretch to get to seven next year, but you never know. I mean, the one thing I will say in college football is teams really fluctuate a lot up and down the last few years, especially since, you know, you got the transfer portal. Yeah. The COVID portal, years dude. and everything like that. I mean, there, a lot of times there's not a ton of variant. There hadn't been a ton of variance year to year. I mean, teams that were really good, they were probably good the next year. They might not be elite and teams that were really bad didn't always like really jump up. Up. And this year you saw it in the Big Ten West, man. Teams were all over the place. And, yeah. you know, you just, th- there's no guarantees. So that's the one thing I will say that actually works in the Gophers' favor is, you know, there's definitely a chance that, you know, maybe they do kind of maintain this level or even jump up a little bit. 
Um, you know, maybe some of the other teams get worse. You know, there, I think there is a lot of variance there. So there is that possibility, but on paper right now, man, I would absolutely be on the under. Yeah. I mean, they must, uh, I, I haven't seen the schedule myself, but I'm sure they play Ohio state and Michigan. I don't know what the non-conference is, but they got a that's going to be a couple tricky ones in there too. It's not, you know, the absolute cupcakes they had this year. Right. You'd hope that you'd have more of the, you know, the, the rainbow road to lead mm-hmm. into that gauntlet. But, uh, you know, I, I like where this program's trending. I, I would still optimistically be on the over with Tommy. Screw it. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll have to make a bet later. Um, I'll, I'll need more information to come in before I actually go make a bet on that. So. All right. Well, that covers it. Everything from golf to soccer to college football to high school football to pro football and George W. Bush. (laughs) George W. Bush, of course. (laughs) That will do it for your bets update. Uh, Let's get to the quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. And a quick bets and quotes score update for you. The Bills are now up twenty four to seven. Dave, your three and a half is looking even better. Oh, this is looking very lovely. And so are these quotes as we get to the quotes of the week and. Again, we are continuing with the pattern of the quote of the year primer as we will flip through the calendar here. Uh, last week we did January, February, and March. This week we're doing April, May, and June. And starting at April, it's John Creasel. I need my holiday coffee. You know I like what? my I like my coffee like I like my women. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Without other dudes' penises in it. Oh, oh wow! Jesus, that's not Lord. too much to ask, buddy. <laughs> 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 that has got to be one of the most aggressive quotes of all time. For sure. And, and it just it catches you so off guard. Like, even oh, yeah. when I cut it, like, I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> that, that really hits home. <laughs> that really hits. Oh, yeah. Just uh, no, no, not, no, you know, entendre or anything like that. Just we're going straight for it. So, <laughs> yep. Brilliant. Flipping the calendar to May. It's Chris Hockey. I got ripped mercilessly. I was a huge-headed bastard. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody, your past. everybody ripped if I may go too far for just once in my life, if I may go too far, you ripped your mom mercilessly. Oh. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Oh, checkmate. <laughs> So apparently these are just all the aggressive ass quotes. <laughs> I tell you. And um, I think this has to be about the third or fourth quote uh, from hockey. That's uh, going to be eligible for tournaments where um, the size of sauce's head during birth has come into play. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he goes back to the playbook there, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like four verts for Hawk, uh, you know, if he needs to get out there. So uh, uh, that that's, that's definitely going to be a high seed in the tournament. Oh, yeah, I I like that one a lot. All right. Well, the final one is June, and it is from Corey Cove. TV works. You need, they will shoot, what, hours of information? And it's it's about a 90-second clip. Yeah, we always say three hours for three minutes. Oh, my. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Three hours of footage to put together a good three minutes. It's like meat sauce taking a gal to dinner. 
Yeah, three hours. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> I like how Sauce was going to have something to say, and then he stopped to think about it and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just got it. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, three more uh, quotes that are going to make the tournament. Beautiful. Yes, we're getting close to tournament time. I can feel the anticipation in the air. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. And speaking of tournaments, we just wrapped up the Power Trip Preposterous Statement Tournament. Uh, you probably saw the final results on Twitter, but we would officially, since this is our first episode since that, we would officially like to congratulate Miss Marnie Gellner on the Ooh. first Golden Dong of 2022 for her preposterous statement that she would rather have $1 million from Powerball than $226 million. Uh, I think the Rubes, that was, uh, that was my favorite heading into the tournament. Um, the, the Rubes correctly identified that that is just preposterous. And at the end of the day, some of the other things are, are crazy, but turning down $225 million is just beyond preposterous. Yeah. The, I mean, it was, it was kind of the leader in the clubhouse going in, uh, with a couple others. Um, you know, a, a very strong field when we went through it, Chuck. I got to say all 16 oh, yeah. were very strong, but, uh, this one clear, clearly no matter which one it was, uh, matched up to was going to stick out as the favorite. And, uh, and Marnie held on. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, she wanted that dong. She went for it. And now she is the proud owner of the golden dong. The first golden dong of 2022. We, of course, will have our end of year awards ceremony and we'll hand out several more dongs because we know everyone on the power trip is hungry for dongs. Yes. They love the dongs. <laughs> and who could blame them? Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can never blame anybody for wanting more dongs. <laughs> well, um, speaking of <laughs> things that are, uh, are noteworthy and, uh, somewhat punishing, uh, the charge challenge. We are down to three weeks with the charge challenge. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's getting really interesting. Um, last week was pretty much a wash. Uh, Beatsauce and Creasel both gained a little bit. But they lost a week. You know, they needed to make up about five points a week, five and a half points to be technical a week. And last week they only got they gained only gained four on the ghost. So technically a win for the ghost last week. Uh, you know, we're down to three Should weeks. Question the ghost always wins. <laughs> uh we're down to three weeks. There is over a fifty percent chance that the ghost will be the uh the lone winner and all five guys will lose. Uh, Meat Sauce and Creasel, of course, with the uh, best chance to catch the ghost. Corey and Zach are basically completely dead. Hawk creeped up a little bit. He had a really good week last week. So, you know, he's got about a 10% chance as it sits right now. Um, you know, <laughs> it's the whole, uh, if we played him 10 times, they might win nine, but not tonight. So, you know, Hawk's not completely dead. So, uh, yeah, very, very exciting. And, uh, Dave, I, I know you're, uh, you're, cheering for the ghost um what encouragement can you give to the to the ghost to get this over the finish line yeah i think the ghost just needs to stick with the game plan you know stick with what got him here he's in first place hold on i think it should be higher than 52 percent, chuck uh if you want to bet on this i would bet a seventh av that the ghost wins 
You know what? I will take that bet because if the ghost yes. wins, um, I, I'm going to be the chairman of the Rube committee. So, uh, yeah, I, I, and I would, I would happily give up a seventh Avenue pizza for that. So you are on, um, I, you are the favorite and I hope you win and I hope I, I owe you a seventh Avenue pizza. That or buy one, get one free at Coburn's right now. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So, and one related bit to the, uh, the old charts challenge was, uh, I, of course, um, got to go in studio on Wednesday and we talked a little bit about it on the air. Um, and, um, I, so I stayed on the air while they were making their selections. And, uh, of course, Chris had his little faux pas and I'll play that back here, um, for everyone. The second most touchdowns per game to opposing running back. Right, tough ones. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Jeff Wilson, and Damian Pierce. Christopher Allen Hockey, you trail the ghost by damn near 50 points. Damn near. Um, which is why I'm going to have to get a lot of points out of Miles Davis. <laughs> wow. With his, with his trumpet, no less, in one hand, and maybe his casket in the other. Why you're losing. Yeah, what? What? Miles, you mean Miles right. Sanders? What'd I say? <laughs> Miles <Davis>. Davis. Oh, <laughs> if peeing your pants is cool, <laughs> consider me Miles <laughs> Davis, <laughs> which I'm sure Corey has that by. Yeah. I don't have that. All one. right, yeah. Miles but, Sanders. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Miles <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> oh, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, charge don't get as why, old as why I are am. we so bad at this? Right. Oh. oh, Miles Sanders <laughs> goes first. Of a uh, John Creaso, what up, buddy? What's up, friend? Uh, who do you want? He, Miles Davis is off the board. Yeah. <laughs> do you want Dizzy Gillespie? Yeah. <laughs> he's playing against. Yeah. My, he's playing against Miami. <laughs> you want Louis Armstrong? <laughs> so uh so yeah when hawk said that i thought he was making a joke i legitimately thought he was making a joke and uh turned around to look at him and he had an expression on his face of what what what, what happened what did i say and yeah i had had no idea he had said miles davis instead of miles sanders oh that is absolutely genius that is that is ter- that was a terrific mistake uh, it was, uh, very funny. And, um, and then later on, they bet on whether or not he would know what team Miles Sanders plays for, even though they had just went over it in the charts challenge. And, um, so on the bet result for that, I tweeted a picture of Miles Davis himself. So <laughs> <laughs> nice little wrap up to the story there. So, yes. so yeah, fun. Uh, go ghost. Uh, we are all excited. Uh, the Rubes, uh, are heavily invested in it. Even Charge is heavily invested. I think Charge is, uh, secretly pulling for the ghost himself, uh, to, to close this thing out, which would be just a brilliant finish. Um, and would make us all look forward to a fun punishment sometime next year. Go, ghost, go. Go, ghost, go. All right. Well, for the last thing, um, and this is kind of the quotes notes slash uh, your thoughts. Uh, Dave, I'm going to fire some rapid fire questions off at you. Um, sure. For you to, uh, to sure, for you to uh, answer for the rubes. Um, so let's start here. Um, Sauce is going out to Vegas this weekend. Um, what is your prediction on how Sauce's weekend goes? Uh, you think it's going to be a winning weekend for Sauce? Do you think he's going to get his butt kicked? Do you think he's going to sleep the entire time? Uh, your thoughts? Um, I, I think probably all of the above, if that is an acceptable <laughs> answer. Um, they normally have a really good beat on, uh, college football. 
So I'm assuming that uh, they'll probably have some greasy college football parlays that will cash. Um, John Creasel is actually a pretty good gambler and does a lot of his own research uh, himself. So I'm assuming they're going to be on some really good plays. Um, Sauce is due to pick up his gambling here. He's had a little bit of a tough stretch, but uh, we all know that uh, regression is followed by progression. So um, (laughs) the law of averages will pick up for Sauce. Um, and I think they're going to have a fantastic time. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so we're predicting good things for the sauce man, a winning, uh, a winning weekend of college football betting. Sounds great. All right, Dave, next up, uh, Zach Halverson is doing back to back Vegas trips. So he was there, um, Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> He's going, <I> back. Heard. <laughs> he is going back. <laughs> Apparently got his ass kicked. He's going back this weekend um dave do you think it's a wise move to do back-to-back weekend vegas trip is zach on to something is he on something or is he on to something wow well this is (laughs) the question is posed as a a hot sports take question uh so i'll I'll answer it like a stephen a smith or uh or uh (laughs) you know the other guy i can't think of his name um you know, I, I think it is a it, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Yeah, um, you know, Vegas trips can be. I, I can count on, uh, you know, one hand how many times I can count on no hands any times I've ever walked away from Vegas with more money than I've left. Like <laughs> I've won on gambling before, like once maybe, but then I just spent like spent more money on food and drink. So, like you never win. Um, I guess if you have the option, you know, if, if you're up, if you went, make a couple grand and you got nothing going on the next weekend and there's a crew going, I mean, I guess you gotta, I guess you gotta, you know, see if you can keep the streak going. But, uh, but otherwise, no, if you lose the first weekend, I think you're out. Yeah. That's, that's the killer for me is the fact that it would be hard to go back for that second weekend. If you got, and it sounds like, I mean, it wasn't just that he lost. It sounds like he got his ass handed to him. And yeah, that's, that's pretty, tough. that's pretty rough. I mean, if he, if, if you go there on a wing weekend and then you're just basically uh, playing with house money when you go back, I think the energy is completely different. So props to Zach. I hope he turns it around and, uh, well, yeah, I we'll do see, too. see what the report is after this weekend's, uh, festivities out in Vegas. <laughs> and speaking of Vegas, uh, three Vegas topics in a row here. Um, last one on that. Uh, but the Vegas 2023 trip has been announced, uh, March 25th, or I'm sorry, March 22nd through the 25th. Uh, the Vegas shows will be the 23rd and 24th. Uh, Dave, it sounds like, uh, they are making the power trip package a little bit more exclusive this year. Uh, so off the top of your head, what is one, um, sort of amenity or a bonus feature that you would like to see the power trip offer to the rubes that purchase the special package out to Vegas. Um, I would start with bidets in all the rooms. <laughs> is that, is that, is, is that an acceptable answer? See, I thought you were going to say a kiss on the mouth from Chris hockey. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, we, we could start yeah, with a crisp, bidets. <laughs> <laughs> a crisp $100 bill at the Buffalo wild wings as you enter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a, Hawks just hand him, handing him out like raffle tickets. Yeah, well, I mean, they did up the price on the package. It's like two thousand dollars now for the uh, for the full package, including the airfare. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think Hawk owes it to you to stand out in front of B Dubs and just hand out hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. 
hundreds. <laughs> uh, still one of the best all time. Mo- and, uh, and one of the uh, one of the moments, you know, because I've I've seen some really cool moments in Power Trip history, but that was what I missed that by about two minutes, and um, I really regret that to this day because I would have had a hundred dollar bill in my pocket for sure. I know we were right there. We were right there. Just barely missed it. All right. Um, so I mentioned earlier, we, we were talking about Babyface a little bit because, uh, Babyface got brought up, um, on the podcast earlier this week. Um, still, uh, still the intern that probably generated the most number of crazy, uh, crazy stories and fun stories that still persist to this day, including the ball trick that Babyface used to do. Um, <laughs> they were talking about when he did it to, uh, to Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar nearly killed him. Um, so my question, my rapid fire question for you, Dave, is do you think you would be capable of doing Babyface's ball trick? No, I don't think so. No, I, I, I mean, <laughs> No, I'm not as smooth. Have, have or, you ever uh, practiced? No, I have not. No, I. Let's just say you never know until you try. Yeah, let's just say I'm not uh, signing up for the General Olympics anytime soon. <laughs> now there's a Golden Dong Award just waiting to be had. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I, I already had a title in mind for this episode, uh, but Genital Olympics is a close second. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, I think that's going to be my band name. Oh, yes. Uh, pity the guy that has to beat the drum on the genital Olympics <laughs> band. So, <laughs> All right. And last but not least, um, Paul Meets Us Lambert fired up a whole bunch of pies last week. Uh, Hell he had, yes. He had a chocolate pie for uh, John Bonus. Um, I think there was a pecan pie. I actually I got to take home a pumpkin pie. That was uh, absolutely delicious. So, Dave, of all the uh, wonderful pies that Meat Sauce cooks up, uh, what would be your favorite pie that Sauce could make for you? Uh, I would 100%. And I do love all pies, except for, I don't know. I I can't say which one I don't like because it's very controversial. Um, It's got to be apple. No, it's pumpkin. Uh, Um, Yeah, it is controversial because I might kill you because that's my favorite, but. I know, and I like spicy things. Anyways, <laughs> um, it would definitely be a blueberry pie. Oh, I love son of a bitch. I pie. love, and I have it. Oh. I still have, uh, yeah, I still have half the pie, which I need to throw away because it's now been a week. Now, do you um, like the ones where there's like crust over the blueberries, or do you like it where the blueberries are just out there on top by themselves? Um, I like I like the ratio of blueberries to be. V- much higher than the crust oh, yeah. but i want all of the blueberries to be concealed uh okay. into you know i like it to be a little tighter i think that's the right call yep um because then you do you warm it up see so you warm up the oven just to like 350 and you put that piece of pie in there for like five minutes pull it out let it sit for a couple of minutes put a fresh scoop of vanilla ice cream on top Son and you'll plop bitch. those suckers up on the stool and the wolves <laughs> will come at you, mama. mama. <laughs> oh, I tell you, you'll eat your way right through the grill. <laughs> oh. uh, love, love you, dark somewhere. Oh, um, that is brilliant. That that. Oh my god. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I think that might have been the blueberry pie was maybe the one that Paul started with. Um, when the whole Paul's. You know, because it wasn't Paul's pies. It was something else that came up. It was the pie bit of him uh, making the – they made the shirts. 
Oh yeah, they had like yeah. the directions of how to make it or whatever. Yeah, you're um, you're right. I think he did start with blueberry. So uh, maybe that is you know his signature pie. So that's definitely what I would take from sauce if I was ever lucky enough. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, oh son of a bitch. Now I want I want a blueberry pie. I want an apple pie. I'll take I'll take another pumpkin pie, chocolate pie. You name it. I sure. mean, it, it's hard to have. I don't even like. I'm I'm not a big cherry fan, but I would even eat you know um, a cherry pie. Copyright warrant. All right. <laughs> uh. Sweet cherry pie. <laughs> so that will do it for the quick fire uh, quotes notes slash your thoughts on uh, various power trip related topics. Uh, thank you, Dave, for playing along. It is time for the locks of the week. Uh, uh, you are up to five and one. I once again bit the dust. I am sitting at two and four. Uh, so, Dave, you get the tea this week. Uh, what do you got for your lock of the week? Chuck, I am the smartest man alive. I know the NFL like the back of my hand. This is exactly when I start to go way, way downhill, leading <laughs> the the <laughs> the the final third of the season, leading into playoffs. My playoff record is pretty good, but this is normally when I. Uh, you know, start to slump and get full of myself. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to find one of the sharpest bets on the board and I am going to take can't that's kind of square. No, I love it. I love Kansas city traveling to Cincinnati. This is a cream rises to the top uh, contenders versus pretenders game. Uh, The Bengals were able to capture lightning in a bottle last year. They are banged up at wide receiver. Um, Patrick Mahomes, this is normally when he starts to really tune it up. And, uh, and I, I really like the running, the rookie running back, uh, Isaiah, uh, Pacheco as well. And I think he's gonna run for a bunch of yards and, uh, the Chiefs are gonna win by more than two points. I like it. I, uh, that's, that's a good call. Uh, Chiefs are catching fire. I'm actually going to Arrowhead in three weeks for games. So super okay. stoked about that. Yeah. Stoked about that. So, ah, I like the play. Um, yeah. And Tommy might not be losing out on that. He's got that Chiefs Super Bowl three year bet. This is the last that's year, right. but at that, that might cash. So we'll see. So, yep. Yeah, like the play. Um, I, and speaking of Tommy, uh, he had, uh, he had messaged me looking for some locks for this weekend when he's out in Vegas. And I was looking at my list, <laughs> um, of the five, I sent him five and, uh, I just realized one of them that I sent him was under 43 and a half in the Buffalo, New England game, which is, curr- <laughs> which is currently being played and will be long over by the time Tommy actually gets to Vegas. So whoopsie on my part, but I was actually right about it. I mean, it's going to finish under 43 and a half. So at least I had the pick, right? Maybe that'll give Tommy confidence in the four other picks I gave him uh, that are actually uh, going to be available to bet uh, of those. Uh, it's down to two for me. Um, I really like the under 38 and a half in the Denver Baltimore game. Denver is insane at hitting the under this year. I think they've only gone over yeah. in one game. They're, and the, they're uh, so bad in the red zone. Yep. And their totals keep coming down, but still 38 and a half against the Baltimore team. That's been absolutely inconsistent on offense for the last six or seven games. Um, I like that number, but what I'm going to go with, what I'm going to ride with is Detroit plus one at home versus Jacksonville. 
Um, I think this is a great spot for Detroit. They've been putting it together a lot better lately. Um, Jacksonville is still not a team that travels too well. Um, you know, I personally, I'm, I'm going to bet this game. I would just, you know, just do money line on Detroit to get the little extra juice on that. But, um, for the record, my official prediction is Detroit plus one versus Jacksonville. That is spicy. I, I do like the, the home dog angle. I, th- I think it is probably, uh, statistically, uh, one of the better bets to make is, is a team receiving points and playing in their home stadium. So I love it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> well, that was like it. you were seeking my effing approval. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that will do it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of the happy hour and you're not signed up on our Patreon crew, it's uh, patreon.com slash bets and quotes. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll figure out a date and let everybody know. In the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? Uh, I will take this time instead of sharing my social media to share uh, that the Vikings are going to improve to 10 and 2 this week and they're going to knock the shit out of the Jets. Oh, wow. I like it. Bold call. All right. And <laughs> I, I, I didn't know how to wrap that up because I'm not used to yeah, that. I'm sorry. That was just <laughs> we, I, I felt like we didn't talk enough Vikings. All right. Yes. Go Vikings. Uh, get to 10 and 2. Get that division. Bury the Packers. Uh, all the good stuff. And I'm at Power Trip Bets, of course. And I'm PT Bets on Instagram. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.